there's no one way that fits all for property management, as we know. So we just want to be there to assist that team. So we'll ask what they use. We'll go in and have a chat and just make sure that what we're offering is definitely what they're expecting. If it's something different, then we'll obviously chat to the client and sort of say, look, what are the reasons you need it done that way? Have you thought about doing it this way? That sort of thing. That's pretty standard over here anyway. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million-dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence, and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Now, I want to take you back for a second to the ancient days of property management. Well, it wasn't actually that long ago, but take a listen to this. So when I first started in property management, we would hand write our entry condition reports or routine inspections. We would take photos on a digital camera and then have to upload those photos onto our computer hoping that first of all the photos weren't all blurry and secondly that the computer had enough memory left to store them. We would take cash over the counter and have to give handwritten receipts or carbon copy receipts to people. We then have to make sure that everything was saved into a hard file and stored in a filing cabinet. We had to have everything either signed in person, posted or wait for it, faxed through to people. But boy, have things changed and thank goodness for that. And thank goodness for technology, especially the creators of digital signature platforms and cloud-based property management software. And if you are anything like me, you probably hate doing entry condition reports the most, especially on a large scale new property. This can literally take hours and requires good attention to detail, something that I am majorly lacking. There are a thousand things that I would rather be doing, including poking hot rods in my eyes, but it is a necessary evil in doing your job as a property manager, right? Wrong. Have you ever thought about outsourcing these tasks? Not to someone overseas, but to someone locally based who meets all the compliance and regulations as well as conducts themselves as a professional member of your business. Where is this unicorn, you might be asking? Well, her name is Shannon Welch, and she is the Director of Property Assist, a Western Australian outsourcing company that provides much-needed support to property management businesses. And not only that, she's also an amazing working mum with a two-year-old and a four-month-old. Yes, you heard me right, but she juggles it all so seamlessly. Now, her team provides accurate and precise property condition reports, final bond inspections, routine inspections, and literally everything in between. And the vision of Property Assist is to make a difference to the quality and perception of property managers, enabling you as the business owner to keep your clients happy whilst improving the efficiency of your staff. Property Assist aims to provide you with the best outsourcing available, effectively delivered by registered or experienced property managers with hands-on experience and current industry knowledge. Yes, please. Where have you been all my property management life? 
Ultimately, with more time and less tasks, business owners are able to create better performing property management teams, which ultimately means happier clients and more time to work on bringing in those new clients. So if you're curious about outsourcing, then take a listen to my chat with Shannon. Shannon, thank you so much for joining me on the Property Management Podcast. I'm glad we have finally made it to connecting after we've been online friends for a very long time now. Before I dive into the episode, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and how you got started doing what you're doing now? Thanks so much for having me, Kylie. I really appreciate it. And yes, finally, we've got here. <laughs> well, I started in real estate like most people do, I guess, on reception, straight out of school. It was my first job and I was seeing the property managers out the back, essentially really stressed and overwhelmed and I guess just not enjoying it. And I thought, I actually want to try and give it a go and try and like help these people that are calling and having problems with tenants and owners and things like that. It seems like it didn't have to be that hard, if that makes sense. So yeah, went out and did my property management course, went into being assistant and then I got thrown into a portfolio, I think three months in. So that was like it always happens, I guess, as well. <laughs> and then ended up being in property management for eight years. And I was a BDM for the last three years and I absolutely loved it. I definitely took a little step away from the day-to-day property management and I just really enjoyed being a BDM did really well at it, which was great. And then, yeah, I guess I ended up having not the best ending to my career in property management with the business that I was working with. It just wasn't a very nice ending, which I guess a lot of people can relate to as well. And I ended up sort of leaving that property management space thinking, what can I do? Do I just go back into property management and hope that I find you know another great employer or do I do something different? I ended up falling into the inspections where obviously I'd been in it for eight years. So I knew quite a lot of people, had made a really great rapport with people and different licensees and they were screaming out they needed a hand. So I thought, I'll just give inspections a go. And within six months, I was fully booked on doing PCRs and routines. I ended up hiring my first staff member and teaching her what we were sort of offering. And then yeah, we're now eight years down the track. It'll be our eighth birthday for properties this month. So, and we've got 15 inspectors on the roads. It's been 16 years in real estate, but we're, yeah, that's kind of how we came about. So yeah, that's it really. It's been good. I, I love that. You found obviously a gap in the market and the timing, everything kind of aligned for you perfectly to go on and find your own path and your own journey in the industry, which is absolutely amazing. Now, before we dive into today's topic, I just want to ask you and check in with you because I know you're a young mum. You've got a four-month-old. How are you doing handling, you know, juggling the business, you know, all those staff members and a -a two-and-a-half-year-old and a four-month-old? Yeah, it's definitely a juggle. Like I'm sure a lot of mums know that. I guess like I have to say I am lucky that I started my business eight years ago. So for us to have got to this point, I have an office manager. I have a scheduler in the office that assists her as well, the office manager. So I kind of got myself to that point where I was able to have that support and that assistance to manage the team, obviously. So It's definitely putting a second child into the mix has really been a juggle. (laughs) 
But yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it without my team. That's for sure. Honestly, they're amazing. It's definitely been a juggle, I guess, but yeah, we're definitely getting there and I couldn't do it. I know I've had quite a few people contact me recently on Instagram just saying, how do you do it? I really want to do the inspections. I know it's a really like incredibly needed thing over in the East Coast and they want to try and get started, but they don't have, I guess, that huge amount of time if they've got children as well. And I did do the hard yards that first, you know, six years I was up late and it's always starting a business is always going to be difficult in the beginning, but yeah, I definitely found that that's probably how it's got to that point is because I didn't have the kids to begin with. I just had me to worry about, (laughs) but yeah. No, that's so good. That's so true. And I think even without kids, starting a new business is really hard. And it is, like you said, you are very much in that hustle. I started our real estate business with four kids. And I think my youngest was two when we started. He's now 16. So that was definitely challenging. But it was also great that I had my own business because I could be there to do the drop-offs and the pickups. And if I needed to go to a school sports day or awards night, awards after whatever, I could. I had that freedom, which was great. So, you know, there's pros and cons, I guess, to all of it. But yeah. yeah. Take my hat off to you. Anyway, with a four-month-old and a -a two-and-a-half-year-old, I can feel the challenges, I guess, that you have right now. So, I mean, you make it look so seamless. So I'm sure you have your moments, though, behind the scenes. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I love your business catchphrase, which is use our time to save ours. And that is really the foundation of our chat today, how outsourcing can help create better performing property managers. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, use our time to save yours. So it just sort of made sense. And we kind of ran with that right from the start. I think I needed a business name and a slogan essentially like you do. And yeah, it just works. I guess it's what we do. We save the property manager's time by going out on the road and doing that. I guess everything that you need to do to be able to get to a property is drive. You've got dead time there, obviously. Hopefully people are making phone calls and doing things on their way, but it's definitely for a routine inspection, I guess it's at least an hour sort of by the time you take the time driving to the property, doing the routine inspection and driving home or going to the next one, finishing typing the report, that sort of thing is the long time. So yeah, that's what we're there to do for our Perth clients and yeah, it really worked, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's one of those things that hopefully people can see the benefit in the outsourcing and the inspections. Over East, I think it's definitely becoming more talked about that they're needing it. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely something. And I think when people think of outsourcing, they're thinking, you know, overseas workers doing all your administration type stuff. So I think bringing that mindset back to that you can actually outsource work locally as well Mm -hmm. is probably something that people haven't really thought about as much as they probably now that we're having these conversations about you know local outsourcing and i think as a business owner i love outsourcing i do outsource a lot of my work not Mm -hmm. only does it save me money on wages and supers and the headache of Mm -hmm. you know the big one for me is juggling that other person people's personalities you know just more of that people power management um, as well. people management yeah. that's the word i'm looking for yeah managing people sometimes can be really exhausting and hard work as a business owner so i love the idea of outsourcing 
And it's definitely what we obviously help with is, yeah, we have the staff. So it's us that are managing the staff and we're taking on those things that go wrong potentially when they're sick or they, I don't know, wake up late one morning or something like that. That's all obviously on us to sort that out. So if you book an inspection in, you know it's going to happen. Or if you have a busy month, essentially, I have a few clients that will just outsource their inspections every second or third month. They take the whole portfolio, they give it to us, we do the scheduling, we have the inspector go out. It just gives that property manager a breather for that that month, essentially. Sometimes they might, you know, the business owner might say, okay, let's really work on calling our owners and checking in and, you know, doing those reason calls as we like to call them. If I outsource your inspections, what else can we do to sort of get ahead? So, yeah, I think in terms of the management, obviously we want to keep people in jobs and things like that, but it is a lot to manage that staff member. You've got the holidays and you've got the pay that comes with that as a business owner. With this, you just pay the report price and you know that it's done as well. I think that's one thing. I spoke to an agency (laughs) over East the other day and they said that they didn't always do their inspections every month. It wasn't something that was a priority for them, which I thought was really, really interesting because they're then not getting that income every month as well. And you know what? I've never thought about it. I just thought I'd give my property managers a break. But I think, yeah, if you can still get them done, you're still incurring that income into your business. Hopefully you're charging more than what the outsourcing company's charging you. And then, yeah, everyone's happy, essentially, moving forward. Yeah, I don't know that a lot of agencies that I know of actually charge for their inspections over here. Oh, Uh, that's true. Yeah, and ours are only four times a year we have to do them. So that's probably why they hadn't thought of it. But I love some of the stuff you just said then about freeing up the property manager's time to do that really important work, like building those relationships and connections with your client having time to tidy up outstanding issues in their portfolios, even maybe doing some personal development work to help elevate them. That is how the business owners, and I'm sure maybe you could share some examples of business owners that you are currently working with, how that has helped elevate their teams and made them better performing by taking Mm. just that part of their job or one task out of them, out of the equation. Yeah, definitely. I think, like I said before, like so we have some businesses that will only outsource every second or third month to us. So that just gives them that breather. In terms of final bond inspections, we've actually had a few recently where they've been really tricky ones where they know that they're going to court. So they need that third eye essentially or that other perspective, someone that's not had any relationship during that tenancy whatsoever. So we're coming in with a fresh set of eyes. There's no thought in the back of our mind, oh, well, they didn't pay rent. You know, they were always annoying with paying their rent. So we'll really get our red pen out and make lots of notes on the final bond. It it does just come down to the original report and what was said in that and then how it looks now. And that's what we do. We just make comments on what is different at the end of the tenancy and then create that report from there. So that's been really handy for a lot of property managers that do feel if it is a real sticky situation, they'll ask us to attend rather than do it themselves. Yeah, I guess that's probably one of the main things. And obviously property condition reports. I know there's probably a lot more involved over here in WA in terms of the descriptions and things. I think we go a bit overboard here. But for us, I did a poll the other day and most of the people that 
reacted to it, said it took them four hours, four to six hours to do a property condition report from start to finish. So that's just unbelievable to me. Like I don't understand how any business would want their property manager out and then typing it, obviously, when they get back to the office, they've got to remember that type time as well or finishing it off. So they obviously outsource that to us. We have it done and they've got four or six hours to do something else, you know, like it seems silly to have to keep that in-house. If you are anything like me, you think you know your rent roll numbers. Well, I thought I did until I had a rent roll health check and I was quite literally shocked. The money I was leaving on the table was astounding and this is not something that I'm proud to admit. There were mismanagement fees, let fees, advertising and lease renewal fees not being charged and properties even without bonds. And all of this was happening despite monthly audits being conducted in my business. So how did I uncover all these gaps in my valuable income? Well, I had a rent roll due diligence from my good friend, Tazi, aka the Rent Roll Queen and founder of the Tazi Way, a specialist in rent roll due diligence, business valuation and management rights. The Tazi Way is the innovative force driving the real estate industry. With 25 years of business and real estate acumen, they find gaps and risks in your agency to find undiscovered value. If you'd like to book your business in for a rent roll due diligence, head to the link in the show notes and mention that property mum for a 10% discount. It's crazy is the cost as well for four hours of your property manager's time when realistically mm. you're only getting sort of on average and I guess between 30 to $50 per property a week in management fees back. Yeah. So that's a lot of money you aren't getting back through mm-hmm. the service you're providing. So talk me through then your process. How does somebody work with you guys? How do they book in? How quickly is the turnaround for the reports? What's yeah, yeah. What's the process look like? So pretty hands-on. So we like to come out and have a chat with the office first. Once someone inquires, we'll sort of have ask what programs they use. So we use any of the inspection programs that are on the market. Obviously, we just want to assist the property management teams. There's no one way that fits all for property management, as we know. So We just want to be there to assist that team. So we'll ask what they use. We'll go in and have a chat and just make sure that what we're offering is definitely what they're expecting. If it's something different, then we'll obviously chat to the client and sort of say, look, what are the reasons you need it done that way? Have you thought about doing it this way? That's pretty standard over here anyway, in terms of the expectation. And then, yeah, they will book through our online booking form. There's a really easy form online that we've created, spent a lot of time creating to make it easy so you guys don't have to remember to tell us how many bedrooms it is or if it's got a storeroom or what level the car bay is on and that sort of thing. So we ask all those questions. We get it booked in. We run out to the job when it's needed, obviously. At the moment, sometimes we're getting some clients that really need reports last minute because they're leasing their properties so quickly, they're not even realizing that they've had the home open and then they've got a tenant moving in, you know. So we'll jump in and more than likely get it in pretty quick. And then we go out, do the report and we get the report back to our clients within two business days. So if we did a report on a Wednesday, they would have it by 5pm Friday, um, ready to go send it off to their tenant. So yeah, that's sort of how we work. And do you use other programs like Inspection Express and Stuff like that, yep. 
Yeah. yeah, Inspection Express, we do love Inspection Express. <laughs> the, yeah, Inspection Manager, Property Me Inspections, obviously, IRE Inspections is one that we've just brought on. We're getting some training on ALO soon. So, yeah, whatever the inspection program is, as long as it has the ability to be used on multiple devices, then we're able to use it. We just obviously log in and then, yeah, go from there. That's amazing. I really love that. And, you know, it was one of the people that reached out to you and said, we need that over here. So, yeah. I do get it a lot. Fingers crossed one day we will be there. (laughs) Yes. Well, I will be the first in line to book in some of those. I dread doing all of those reports that you mentioned that you do. So you do bond final entries, exits, bonds. Routines. Um, Yeah. Yep. They're the main three that we do, PCR, sorry, yeah, entries and exits, as you guys call them, and routines. We do offer home opens as well. It's sort of few and far between over here. Obviously, a lot of people have leasing agents, but we do have a couple of companies that are based in the eastern states that obviously need feet on the ground here, so we do that for them, home opens-wise. And then virtual tours as well. We're starting to get a few more of those now, obviously with Inspection Express, really pushing that now. And it being such a great marketing tool, I think that's, yeah, obviously we just jump in and help those clients that are on the programs that offer those virtual tours as well. So Amazing. Thank you. Now, off topic, another thing I really admire about you is that you've built an amazing personal brand online and I love all things digital marketing and social media and we can do another episode on that topic. But I just want to ask you, have you found building your own personal brand valuable for your business? Absolutely. Yeah, honestly. I guess in my sort of core market of that outsourcing inspections, there was nobody that was branding themselves. And so that's why I just love Instagram and I learned a lot about it. And I started with the property assist page and I was doing a lot through there. And then I found we kind of hit a bit of a stalemate and I wasn't getting a lot of traction with all this work I was doing. And I spoke to someone who I was learning a lot of Instagram from and she made a really good point that people relate to people. They're not going to relate to a business or a business logo essentially. So that's when I started my personal brand and yeah, I consistently get leads from it. People obviously know who I am and what I do. And especially throughout Perth, people do say, I saw Shannon on Instagram or I saw her here and it definitely has helped the business. Yeah, I think it's definitely has. So you're not the only company that outsources in Perth. But you're the only company that I have heard of or the only person that I know that does it. So there you go. That is the power of a personal brand. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say probably the last year, that's when we were sitting on about six to eight inspectors consistently. Some months we would have sort of 10, depending on obviously the market and things that were going on. But in the last year, I've really put a lot of effort into the personal brand and that's where we have just skyrocketed and we're now at 15 inspectors so I think it just really yeah we we're consistently bringing on inspectors as well and we've consistently got people coming in wanting to use our service so it's great yeah amazing well done you thank you (laughs) now I love personal development can you share a tool resource book podcast or something of value with our listeners 
Yes, absolutely. Probably about a year ago now, but it's really stuck with me. I don't know if you've heard of Lorraine Murphy. Have you heard of her? She's got a few books out. I guess she's a coach. So mindset, energy management, that sort of thing. So her book, this is one thing I don't like reading. So I listen to audio books and I constantly do audio books or podcasts. That's what I have on in the car consistently. But yeah, Lorraine Murphy, Step Into You is her book. I found it was, I guess I got to a bit of a slump there with trying to work out how I was going to juggle like another baby on the way. And I really needed to listen to something that was going to give me that confidence that I was going to be able to do it. And even one thing that she sort of says in this book is, it seems really simple, but it really resonated with me was about your to-do list. Like you're never going to have a finished to-do list. It's always going to be there. So stop trying to finish your to-do list. Stop trying to tick it off because when you don't, you feel unaccomplished and you don't feel good about that. So anyway, obviously we all like to finish our daily to-do list, but there's always going to be something else or like what we say to, you know, property managers, have a notepad next to your bed. And if you think of something, write it down, get it out of your mind. Like it's always going to be there. And I think just coming to terms with that and understanding that that's not going to just consistently go away. We've always got something to do, especially being a business owner. There's always something that we're thinking of, right? So that really hit home with me. And I really enjoyed listening to her book. She does have a podcast and all of that as well. But yeah, that was definitely one of my takeaways. Great advice there. I actually personally have only three things on my to-do list every day, and they are the three most important things that will help me get towards my ultimate goals. And then the other stuff is like, you know, I have them listed out, but nothing's urgent. If I get to it, I get to it. If I tick off those three things, then I'll Mm -hmm. get to that list. And I find that has helped me feel accomplished every day because I do always tick those three things off every day. So that's... Yeah, that's what I sort of say to my manager as well. Do they call it swallow the frog? Sort of do the hardest thing first in the morning. And then I sort of say to her, like, sit with that feeling once you've done it and you feel so much more relaxed and like a huge weight is lifted from your shoulders. If there's something that's horrible that you sort of have to deal with or is getting you nervous and anxious, just do it first. And then see how you feel and then ride with that energy throughout the day. I think that's like the biggest thing as well. I love that sort of stuff. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think for me personally, it's having those awkward conversations with people. If I've got an awkward conversation with the property owner or somebody on my team, I like to get it over and done with as soon as I get into the office. Otherwise, I sit there, stew on it, overthink it, have the conversation multiple times in my head. Yeah, exactly. And then I can't focus and do anything else. So that's such good advice there. I love it. Now, how can our audience connect further with you? So on Instagram, probably at Shannon Welch with CH on the end, underscore. So at Shannon Welch, underscore. That's my personal page. Obviously, Property Assist WA is also our business page. But yeah, that's where I normally am is on Instagram or LinkedIn, that sort of thing. I'm always around. Amazing. Thank you so much, Shannon, for joining me on the podcast. I know you're a busy lady, so thank you so much for your time. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Kylie. 
There's been so much talk of stress, overwhelm and burnout in property management lately. Do you want to know how I overcame all of that? Yes, I hit rock bottom multiple times, but I got myself a virtual assistant. Actually, not just one, but three. But I didn't just get any VA, I got a PMVA. What are they? Well, they are the most well-trained in the business. And not only that, you also have a backup VA. So that essentially, your business is never without admin support ever again. And my health, time and business has never looked back. Your PMVA can take care of tasks like rent arrears, lease preparation and renewals, maintenance follow-up, routine inspection bookings, data entry, audits, prospecting, inbox management and so much more. And the best part of implementing a PMVA in my business was that it freed up my time and my team's time to take care of important things like customer service. What makes me feel so safe is that PMVA is owned by Tiffany Botel, both here and in the Philippines, making my data secure and giving me more control over the VA arrangement. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your discovery call with Lady Boss Tiff. Property inspections, entries, exits, incomings, outgoings, routine inspections, whatever you call them, you have to do them. And I remember when I first started as a property manager, you had to handwrite the reports and take notes on a digital camera, then upload the photo memory card to your computer and hope and pray that they weren't all blurry or your computer had enough memory to store them. But gone are those days. To Inspection Express. Now, Inspection Express is not only the number one tool used by leading property managers across Australia and New Zealand, but the leader in groundbreaking new tech in the industry with the launch of 360 degree virtual tours. Now, virtual tours is upping the ante, giving landlords, owners, and directors unparalleled 360 degree virtual access to their properties. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your free demo with Inspection Express. Can I ask you a quick favor before you leave this episode? Now, we all know how important reviews are for businesses these days, and mine is no different. If you could spare just a minute to follow, rate, and review this podcast, it would mean a lot to me. In fact, what would get me super excited is if you share this podcast with someone in the industry who you think might need to hear some of the episodes right now. And if you'd like to find out more about working with me or any of the products I have to help you start, grow or scale your property management business, head to my website, thatpropertymum.com.au or check out the links in the show notes. Oh, 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 oh,